This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. And I want to start off this program by saying thank you. Thank you to all the guys. No, it's okay. To all the guys. I like a little background noise. To all the guys at America's Web Radio for bringing the truth of the Jewish state to the grassroots of the United States. And uh, the truth about Israel and this amazing, amazing, amazing Jewish-labored, God-blessed country that is number one in technology, agriculture, and medicine, and the vast amounts, more than the United States of America, the vast amounts of humanitarian work that the Jewish people do around the world. At a moment's notice, at a, they have the world's number one rapid response natural disaster uh, team in the IDF. In the IDF. It's amazing. It's amazing. So we want to thank all the guys. Through almost three years, Ari Ugozi. Insight to Israel been in the, on the air. We're on the, in the top 20% out of 26,000 radio shows. And we just got permanent foreign media status from the Israeli government because of the number of people around the world into the millions that listen to Insight to Israel. And they view us through the same porthole as they view CNN, BBC, and Fox News. And uh, it's amazing, amazing. We're going to get to you, Aria Gozi. I want to say thank you, sir, for being on the show. Uh, I also want to take a moment to thank Americans that are participators and not spectators by sending Hershey's for Heroes, where Americans put a simple note on a chocolate bar to the Israeli soldiers. We love you, we pray for you, we stand with you. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, America. We just went to the violence-ridden uh, city of Hebron where 3% of the population is Jewish uh, that live in the center of Hebron and they are surrounded on the outskirts by literally thousands of Muslims who seek who call for and who desire through violence to bring a death to the Jewish Jews that live there. They're, these folks are strong people because they're not giving up the land to the Muslims. And uh, we went there, took a couple American guys. We went to the bases, handed out Hershey's for Heroes, and those soldiers were elated, ladies and gentlemen, to know that Americans stand with them through a simple note does miracles. It's a miracle. So I want to thank all the Americans who step up, who are willing to step outside of themselves and, and pay for those chocolate bars, take the time to put the notes on them and ship them to Israel. Thank you for those who do that. So, moving forward, I have a very... It's a, I'll tell you what, Ari goes. I want to say thank you for the great Shabbat dinner. You're most welcome. We, we, we just finished up Shabbat dinner. I am in the city of Rishon, Litzion. Ari, could you explain to the listeners? Come closer. Come, yes. just come, come closer, just a little bit. Explain what Rishon Litzion means. This is beautiful. Rishon Litzion is the first of Zion, the first place in Zion. Rishon is first. Zion is Zion. And Zion. this was one of the. Was this one of the first towns? Yes, it was founded in 1882 by the Baron de Rothschild from France, and uh, this town is uh, known for its uh, big wine cellar, Carmel Winery. Wow. And uh, now it's the fourth biggest uh, city in Israel. And it's, uh, it has a, a new part on the western part near the beach. We have a beautiful beach in Afrishon. And um, we have a lot of uh, industry. Now we are 
um, developing a new high-tech uh, area. I've seen that. Uh, yes, you've, you've been there, yes. Uh, and many companies that show interest to come to, to Rishon. And uh, it's a beautiful place to live. We have a, a university here. We have many good schools. And it's a, it's a good place to live. We live five, six minutes from the beach. We have a beautiful beach. We go to the beach almost every weekend. Nice. And you're, you're most welcome to, to visit us. Well, I'll tell you what. Folks, if you haven't been, I'm telling you, if for those who believe in the Almighty God, if you have not been to Israel... I want to suggest to you in this day and age of instability that you take out a bank loan for as much money as you can get your hands on. You bring it to this country and spend it here, and God will pay you back tenfold before the debt is ever due. I believe in it, Ari. I, I believe in the Almighty God. I know. Uh, listen, I, I want to say, I can't say enough. You, you have a beautiful home here. You've worked very hard your whole life. Your grandkids were here. Playing in the yard, the sky is clear. Look, I can see the stars right through the palm trees. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, America, you this is not a, you can't get any better. Florida and the West Coast got nothing on the Jewish state in the Mediterranean, that's for sure. So, all right, listen. Uh, first of all, I want to I want to say that did you get a cup of truth? Did you get an insight to Israel Hershey's for Heroes coffee cup? Did you get an insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes coffee cup? Yes. You did, the cup of truth. That's, yes, of course. I call it the cup of truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure because yeah, yeah. everyone that's on the show gets yeah, one. Yeah. So, Ari, listen, uh, I, I want to say, first of all, thank you because you, uh, you specialize in issues of national security. Yes, I do. And you've been on the show before. How, how long have you been, I want, just a little recap, how long have you been involved in, in, in the area of national security? I've been covering uh, the national, the Israeli um, security establishment for the last 40 years uh, for some of the um, biggest media in Israel. And I specialize in the technical part, in the defense industry. We have some amazing defense industry in Israel. You know, Israel is a country, not many countries in the world develop manufacture and launch uh, satellites. Israel develop, manufactures, and launches its spy satellites into space. It's amazing. This is amazing. By the way, they are, they are launched not far from here, 10 miles from here, near the beach in Palmachim. They are being launched. It's not, it's not a secret. And uh, Now, what's amazing is, if I can add this, opposite of what the rest of the world does, these satellites rotate in the opposite direction of the Earth's rotation. Absolutely. Normally, normally you launch uh, to the east because of, of the place uh, of where Israel is, if you, if you launch to the east, it will go over Jordan and, and some, some Muslim countries. So we launch to the west, over the Mediterranean. Wow. Against every law, and, and it works. We have something like now, something like seven, seven spy satellites. Wow. Uh, Israel has four communication satellites. They are being launched from, uh, from Kazakhstan because they need a, a big... A big, big launcher. We don't have such a big launcher. Right. So the Russians are launching, but they are being developed and made here in Israel. And by the way, Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook is now going to spread the word of Facebook in Africa using the new Amos communication satellites. Which it, it will be launched in two weeks from Russia. And wow. It, it was made in Israel, yes. Wow. It's a $600 million dollars 
uh, deal with the with the Israeli company who 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 developed this uh, this satellite. Wow! So Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook came to Israel. Who loves Obama? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's uh, another story. So so of all all countries of the world, Facebook can go anywhere to get to get what it needs. It, they came to Israel and they bought an Israeli satellite communication satellite because it's the best. You know, it amazes me, Ari. I, I'm look. I've been here for three years. I'm so shocked. I never thought I'd be here that long. I just, of course, I didn't think that far ahead. But what I've seen in this country is amazing. And it's amazing how much the world decries Israel without any kind of, uh, without any kind of, uh, what's the word I'm using? Without any kind of evidence for anything that they say as far as false they accusations. They don't know anything about Israel. I, I had friends, American friends, that came for the first time to Israel, and at one time I took one of them from the airport on a Friday afternoon because he had um, uh, stamps of um, some Arab countries in his, his um, in his passport. So in order not to get him in trouble with the security people, yeah. I went to the airport to take him. Said that he's my friend. We drove into Tel Aviv. We approached Tel Aviv, and all of a sudden this guy. Uh, asked me where are the tanks. I said, "Are you on drugs?" What do you mean? He said, "Why? What do I mean?" In Israel, in every street corner, <laughs> you know, you have tanks, machine guns. Until now, when he calls me, he said the tanks are there. I took him to the beach to have a beer. He was so he was so embarrassed. This is the this is the 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 twisted picture that many or most people have about Israel. They think that we ride camels. Right. We we eat uh, we eat um, um, uh, dry dry something dry bread and and we have tanks in every every <laughs> intersection and when they come to Israel they understand that this is a very very advanced country in in all aspects right in all aspects it's it's when I go to to companies to uh, uh, startups in Israel and I see what these people these young people develop oh it's amazing it's it's like science fiction, I tell you. It's like science fiction. People here do things that that are on top of technology compared to anything done in the world. So this is the country. We have a problem because we are surrounded by, by Arab countries. They want to, to kill all of us. Yeah. They want this small piece of land for themselves. They hate us for no reason. Uh, let me ask one, one question. Iran, we don't have a, a common border with Iran. We didn't fight with Iran. Why is Iran so against Israel? Because they're Muslim. Yeah, but why? They are far away. They, they, they are so far away, they're 1,500 kilometers from Israel. We don't have a common border, like or Syria, Egypt, Jordan. But Iran, of all, all countries, and we had good, good contacts with Iran in, in the time of the Shah. And then the Muslim came and took over, and now, now, now the situation is, as, as, as everybody knows. So this is this is the situation, but Israel is strong, and you know that. Amen. Israel is strong, very strong, and uh, we will handle every threat. Well, let me ask you something, Ari. When you were growing up as a kid, where'd you grow up at? Oh, and Rishon, did you ever dream that it would be like this, like so great, like the, the beauty and the, the vastness of your country? And while you're answering that question, I'm going to go to my backpack. Go ahead. Did you ever think it would be this, like, it's amazing. 
Yes, because when we live in country and you, you see the development, day-by-day day development, and, uh, and um, uh, in spite of the fact that we had to fight uh, many wars, uh, in spite of, of, of the hard time that we had, um, just to, to remind you, last summer, uh, where we sit now, uh, rockets were exploding over our head when the Iron Dome intercepted them. Wow. Here, over, over this house. Wow. We, we had the warheads exploding. So it's, it's amazing. And, and uh, people, before they criticize Israel, I think they should come here and have a look. And I, I can promise you that when they go back, 99.9% of them will change their minds. Yeah. That's you it. know, it, it is amazing because uh, I've been to some of your some of your expos that yeah. you've had, and uh, wow, to, to be among, to talk to people in cybersecurity. Listen, when I went to that cybersecurity conference that the, at the expo, yeah. Ari, to think that some of these companies are telling me that we work for the, these Muslim countries doing their internet security, and the Muslim countries don't even know. You don't. You don't even oh. know how. This is, again, stories from here to... It's amazing because they know that the best technology is here in Israel. Right. Okay. So uh, when, they, when they need a real solution to a real problem, they come to Israel. And now, can I, Ari, can I, can I break it down for you a little more on that? When the world needs a real solution to a real problem, they call the Jews. Let's just put it for the way it is. Of course. And I'm going to say this as someone who's not Jewish. I thank God that I'm smart enough to know that, and it's amazing. Look at history. The Jewish people have to be the smartest people on the face of the earth. Yeah. Now, now we have exceptions to the rule, but I'm going to tell you, I am thankful that I get to see a miracle every day before my eyes. Yeah. Uh, and people, people, I think envy, envy um, uh, Israel, envy the Jews. And as I told you before many times, we don't claim any land. We don't want to fight with anyone. Right. It's a small country. It's like, what's the smallest uh, smallest uh, New state? New Jersey. It's even smaller than New Jersey. It's it's nothing. Right. We drive from one end to the other end in uh, in uh, probably about five six hours. hours. Five, five hours. Yeah. So, and all the Arab countries want this piece of land. They have vast deserts, empty deserts, nothing there. Yeah. Nothing there. And they, they all want this one. And if they ever got a hold of this, they just simply burn it down because the Jew made it and leave it barren. See what ISIS is doing now with oh. historical historical sites. Yeah. They ruin everything. Places that have been uh, standing for thousands of years. They destroy all the history. It's insane. These are not humans. These are No, they're not. They're not humans. Let me ask you, We I don't want to... I don't like to get on the negative stuff. It's, we got too much good to talk about. But, you know, the world's not seen. Well, I'm not seeing in the, in the media. You've had a string for the past few weeks of terrorist attacks against, and this has got nothing to do with rockets or anything like that, attacks against your people. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, another, it's, another, it's another wave of, of, of uh, terrorism. We have seen such waves in the past. And we'll we'll survive this this uh, this uh, wave uh, this time. It's not it's not uh, it's not easy. Uh, when you hear every every few hours you need someone was stabbed in Jerusalem or in Tel Aviv, but if you see the reactions, soldiers even even civilians take out their guns and they kill the terrorists. Yeah. Most of them were killed on the spot. This has actually caused an increase on the spot in people 
purchasing firearms, yeah, which is in smart. Tel, in Tel Aviv, when this terrorist stabbed the, the soldier, he tried to snatch an M16. She was wounded. She sat on the M16, not to let him take wow, the M16. Wow, amazing. What and a great And then an kid. officer drove by. He stopped his car from the Air Force. He took his M16, and he killed, he killed this, uh, this uh, uh, terrorist on the spot. So people are ready. People are vigilant. Uh, and uh, this is how we live. But when you separate this, everything here is, uh, you look at the restaurant. The restaurant are full. The cinema hall are full. People are traveling like crazy. Oh, oh yeah, we just got through the holidays. Uh, uh, bon Jovi was here in the park in Tel Aviv. <laughs> 53,000 people. And he killed. stood up for Israel or something. Yes, I, I, I yes. he, he was, he was, um, uh, he, uh, some pressure was uh, was put on him not to come to, to Israel. And he said, I'm coming, I'm, I'm an artist, I'm coming to, to Israel. So 53,000 people stood on their feet for more than two hours and, and went crazy. So... Uh, all the uh, international um, uh, stars are coming to Israel. Well, this is this is a good place to, to come to. Yeah, to come to. Yeah, but of course, this is a, this is a this is a wave of of, 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 of terrorism. It will it will it will uh, slow down. It will the the IDF and the police and the security forces are taking ma many measures to to try and uh, subdue it. And we are used to that. Uh, I'm not saying that this is a, a good time it, um, that you have to look around if someone with, with a knife right. is going to stab you. But uh, we are trained. We're vigilant. People are, people are looking around. People in, all, in most of these places, people identify the, the threat right. and reacted immediately. Yeah. Immediately. It's amazing. It's amazing. And that, that's it. That's it. So, you know... Uh, Listen, I get a lot of emails from Americans that are actually going to come here, that, that are coming, uh, because they've been a part of Insight to Israel Hershey's for Heroes in some way. And uh, they're all the time asking me, Michael, is it safe? And, you know, my response to them is a resounding yes. Of course it's safe. Of course it's safe. Of course that uh, I won't go now to the... Uh Eastern part of Jerusalem because it's. Uh, but normally we don't go there. We, we don't have any business there. Right. We don't, uh, and uh, and uh, of course you don't go. Uh, you don't go to certain parts of, of Washington also at night. Right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So exactly. So, so you it, certainly don't go to certain parts of Chicago, which has the Chicago, highest murder rate in the country. Even, even some parts of Paris now. Right. Of course. Right. Even the police don't go there. So, so you have to, you have to know where to go. But in Tel Aviv, in Haifa, and other places, in Elat, in the Sea of Galilee, it's be beautiful places. What years were you a teenager here? I want to I want to go back to this. There's a reason why. But... I, I, I was here in uh, in this town. I studied here, high school. Then I went to university in Tel Aviv. But uh, what what years? What year was that? What during what years were you a teenager? Uh, that was in. 60, 65, 67. Okay. 67. And then, of course, I served in the Army for the IDF for three years. And, uh, and then I started to work as a journalist in one of, the, one of Israel's uh, uh, biggest uh, dailies. And then I worked for the Israeli radio. I worked for the Israeli news agency. And I worked for some, uh, for some foreign publications. And as I told you, I've been covering the defense establishment for more than 20, 40 years. And uh, it's, uh, <coughs> it's uh, very interesting because every, every day, every week, you see 
the new development, the new technologies that are being developed here. Look at the Iron Dome that achieved something like 92% of this interception. Yeah, amazing. That was, that system was developed in less than three years. I asked a friend of mine from a big, a big uh, defense company in the States, how long will it take to develop such a system in the States? He said 12, 14 years. Wow. It's not the, the American cannot do it, but there's no threat. Right. The threat is theoretical. Theoretical. In Israel, in Israel, while they developed it, Kassams were falling on on cities in, in southern Israel. Wow. So they had they had the drive and some of the people that were on the development team uh, did not go home for two months. Wow. I know one lady with two small kids at home, she didn't see her husband and the kids for two or three months. Wow. They they slept in the in the lab, but they developed a mo an amazing system that achieved Last summer, as I told you, we had the rockets coming, and they were intercepted over, over my house here. Without this, many people would have, would have been killed. Yeah. So this, again, this is technology. Um, we have the Arrow, who is defending Israel against the long-range ballistic missile from Iran. Again, um, uh, an amazing system. An amazing system. Even the Americans know... The, the quality and the performance of this system. So, well, tell us about David Sling. What? David Sling is a new a new system that uh, Israel will going to have a three or four tiered protection system against rockets and and and, and ballistic missiles. The lowest tier is Iron Iron Dome. The highest the higher tier is David Sling, which is going is being developed now. It will be operational, I think, next year. Yeah. It's against long-range rockets like the Hezbollah, like the Fatah 110, or this is Zal. And above that, we have Arrow 2, Arrow 3, uh, against ballistic missiles, like the ones the Iranians have. So Israel is protected by a system, a complete system. They talk to each other, and the system decides what to launch against wow. any 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 target that's amazing and uh, but imagine what would have happened if we were in peace and all those billions of dollars would have been spent on developing medicines absolutely medicine absolutely amazing amazing think that all these heads would be focused on on developing uh, uh, um, medicines against cancer against diseases this is stupid, but you have to put money in this system, otherwise you're dead. Otherwise yeah. you're dead. Uh, Israel has developed a, a main battle tank, the Merkava, uh, Mark IV, which is considered one of the best in the world. This tank has a system that protects it from uh, 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 anti-tank rockets and missiles. I've actually, I, I, I haven't been shown all the details of the Merkava, but they've shown me enough, and just even the, the great concern for the lives of the soldiers in the tank. This system saved many lives in, 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 in Lebanon and, uh, and in, uh, in Protective Edge. It, it encounters the incoming rockets, and it exploded. It has to react in something like one and a half seconds wow. to detect the rocket and, and intercept it. It's... It's science fiction at its best. Really science fiction. And it works. 
I saw it in action. It works. Wow. And uh, on the other hand, you see um, companies like Teva, pharmaceutical, who is developing medicines, top, top-notch medicines. Uh, you have um, the um, uh, the um, electronical uh, uh, companies in Israel who develop things that are, are being sold all over the world, even to China, even even to to Russia, because they're they're the best, yeah. the best. And it's uh, it's uh, it's very it's it's very uh, it's very bad that uh, all those billions of dollars have to be spent on on weapon system, but that's life. Yeah. You know, Ari, listen, uh, I hope that soon, I hope soon that we get a tour of that Merkava, of the uh, Tavor factory. I'd be honored to. I, I, will, I, will, I will take you there. This is only, uh, you saw the, uh, in, the, in the conference, you saw one of, some of them, of the unmanned aerial systems. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. has bought them. France has bought them. Germany has bought them. It's amazing. England has bought them. The watchkeeper is based on the on a, on an Israeli made. So, all those countries who have huge uh, defense industries, they came to Israel to buy to buy UAVs because they, they are the best. And just imagine that what you see is only part of the only part of the inventory. Some some systems are classified and are not displayed. Of course. But the 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 technology is is. Uh, Israel Aerospace Industries is manufacturing, this is not a secret, a um, UAV with a wingspan of 27 meters. This is Did they have one of those inside the thing? No, no, no. This is, uh, 27 meters is the wingspan of, of a Boeing 737. Wow. Just to give you the, the idea. And uh, it's, it's fully automatic. It flies autonomously. It's Really, when you see those things, you you don't have anything. You you are out of out out of words. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And, and then you have the drones that are as small as a fly. We have in Israel UAVs from the size of a, uh, a butterfly. Wow. Which um, weighs thirty grams. How much is it in? Um, I couldn't even tell you, but that's pretty. That's it's, not. It's nothing. A lot. It's nothing like a like a handkerchief. Yeah. And. Um, and this uh, this this big one weighs. It has a maximum takeoff weight of four tons. Wow. Four tons, five thousand five thousand kilograms. So wow. it's it, you have the, the full range of, of technology from from something like a, a, a butterfly to. So uh, again, we needed to uh, to protect uh, our lives in this country. That's well, and you know the amazing thing is, since they can't kill you with rockets or military, that's why they got to resort to. To, to, to assault on the street because this country, you know, and it's unanimous. I hear it all the time, which is it's it's uh, it's mind numbing. But we do it because we're Jews and we have to. Of course, and of course. Uh, we don't have the luxury of uh, postponing the development of this system because we need them yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah, as I told you, the U.S. can can also develop systems in three years, but when the U.S. is fighting, it's fighting in Afghanistan, Iraq, far away from Washington and New York, far right. away. We have wars over our heads in such a small country, over our heads. Yeah. And now the Hezbollah in Lebanon has 
something like 50,000 rockets, long-range rockets. I can't even imagine that. So any second it can, it can, it can be launched against it, and we have to be ready all the time. Yeah. As we speak here, people in the, in the Air Force are sitting in their stations Amazing. in an Aero 2, Aero, Aero two uh, batteries looking at, at screens and waiting for the moment when they see a ballistic missile on its way to Israel. While we sit and enjoy Shabbat dinner and freedom. And your young people are the best, Ari. Yeah, the best. You met them in the Army. You see the young girls who are uh, mechanics in the Air Force. Ah, they prepare F-16 for flight. Young girls in coveralls, some of them gorgeous, beautiful girls, and they are so serious. Yeah. They work. They prepare. Your kids are serious. Pre yeah, they prepare F-16, F-15s, carrying weapons for, for, for flights. And they, they, when they, it's needed, they sleep under the wings to be ready to... This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? For information, please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot Conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. This is Michael Gano with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you Insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security, every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. On Facebook, Iris. Igozi. I'm not sure. You should friend him on Facebook. She took a picture of us holding Hershey's for Heroes chocolate bars and posted it on Facebook and wrote a big long thing about Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. Uh, a write-up, brief write-up. They love what's going on, what Americans do for these soldiers. Listen, uh, Iris, we... Listen... Yes, a birthday next week. <laughs> You're keeping up with what goes on, Iris. You sent me the time that I've been sick when I was in Hebron with the guys, uh, with the soldiers there. You were sending me updates in the mail. Folks, this country has been under attack uh, by the Muslims for weeks now, for weeks. Uh, case in point, an Israeli soldier, a female, had an M16. These kids are trained to never give up. These Jewish kids, they will fight for their country no matter what. And this, this Muslim came and stabbed this soldier with a screwdriver and tried to take her gun, and she was sitting on top of him, wasn't going to move. And they shot and killed him. And, you know, time after time, folks, there's, there are attacks all over the Jewish state from the Muslims. How do you say that word? This is the third... Intifada. Intifada. This is the third. In fact, Iris, tell us what you've been seeing in the social media. 
Um, I read in the social media that uh, all the Palestinians call the Muslims. The Muslims. Muslims. There's no such thing as a Palestinian. Okay, but I'm 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 referring that they're the Muslims that here in Israel. Okay. Right. And and let me clarify: Aren't a lot of these people citizens of Israel? Uh, part of them citizens. Part of them are from Hamas. From Gaza. From from the Gaza, from some the from Gaza, up in Judea and Samaria. Those from Gaza are not citizens. So, some of them are, are citizens, some of them are not. But they've declared in the social media. They declared social media that now the, the, third, the third intifada has started and they call everybody to, uh, to share it and to take a part in it and to fight the Israelis and to murder as much as they can. And they also published, Hamas actually published, a, a guide video, a guide video that shows how to kill, the, uh, how you, you, you stab Jewish. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I saw that video. It was, it was sick. Yeah, it was sick. And what I showed in the video, they showed a Jewish kid, if I'm not mistaken, attacking little Muslim kids, like harassing them, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If they show in the video how the Muslim uh, young, young young guy he sits in the old city of Jerusalem. Yeah. And then he uh, he, uh, he waits for a Jewish religious guy in the, in the video to come over, and then he he surprised him and just stabbed him on the back. Wow! Wow! I'll tell you, Iris, we saw a little bit of what is taking place here when I took two American guys into Hebron. Uh, Hebron, we took uh, about 200 Hershey's for Heroes chocolate bars, and uh, there were mass riots going on in Hebron. And uh, you'll find the video, if you go to my social media, you'll find the video where uh, you can hear in the background, and we saw this firsthand, they had captured a guy, a Muslim guy that was throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails at soldiers, so they captured this guy. They put him in a holding container. It's a metal holding container. It's a, 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 It was at the checkpoint. And this guy was literally beating his head on the metal door. And the soldiers opened up the metal door and he's bleeding from his head. Well, they're waiting for a truck to come and pick this guy up and take him to jail. And so, in the meantime, while we're standing there, I didn't see it at first in the kid's hand. But there's a Muslim kid standing there. And in the video, I'm like, oh, see, look. Look at this Muslim kid sitting here, standing here. Nobody's bothering him. The police aren't harassing him. The soldiers aren't harassing him. And here he is. Uh, you know, he's, he's standing right here next to the soldiers. No one is bothering this kid. All of a sudden, the kid raises his hand. He's got a camera in his hand. And I was like, whoa, what's this about? Then it dawned on me. He's trying to video the next time they open that door because this guy continually beats his head on the door. He's gonna when they open the door, that kid's gonna get it on video, and they're gonna say the soldiers yeah. did it to that guy. And you you saw it first first. We got video of this kid using his video in the area of the soldiers where they were where the guy was being held at. I was in shock, total shock. Now this kid's paid. By the Palestinian Authority, his families are paid, which that money from the Palestinian Authority comes from the global community and the United States. And it's recently been also revealed, which we've known for a long time, that the 
martyrs, uh, the Muslim martyrs that killed Jews, their families are paid money uh, because their son killed a Jew, and he's he's held as a hero. Of course, they pay. They get paid for all their lives. And even the ones that are sitting in jail, the families are paid. Yeah, all the life. And I think it's about sixty thousand dollars it came out to. Isn't that what the article? Something and, like that. Yeah, it's about sixty. Money. That's a lot of money here. That's a lot of money. So, uh, folks, this is what this country's up against, and you need to watch the social media. Iris, we we went to the uh, to the protest in Jerusalem against against Muslim uh, attacks. Uh, a lot of the Israeli Jews protested in Jerusalem last Sunday, and they went into the Muslim section of Israel, of Jerusalem. And uh, we got some great video. I understand these folks being mad. They're ticked off because they're tired of being killed and maimed and stabbed with knives. And yet, during this time, Bibi was very silent. We didn't hear anything out of him. He was actually in the United States during that time. But, folks, you need to go to the social media. Go to Facebook. Go to my page, Michael Gano. Go to Insight to Israel. And those videos are getting 100,000 hits plus, 100,000 views. They're, they went viral. In fact, a girl actually wrote on, in the notes section, let's make this video go viral. So uh, this is, what we're, this is what, what we're doing here at Insight to Israel, folks. We are standing with the Jewish state as they fight for their sovereignty and security against the threat of Islam. This week, since last week, every day, every day, there are um, uh, demonstrations of the Israelis against, to, to encourage the government to fight terror. And the, there was a, a big rally this uh, Monday, and the, this Sunday it's going to be a big rally. We're going to be at that rally in Tel Aviv. And in Tuesday it's going to be a big rally in Jerusalem. And every day there are different kinds of rallies because uh, Israel are fed up with it because it's the feeling is that there is lost, we lose control, and uh, you can feel that uh, there is a big, a big terror wave now all over the country. It's not only the territories what you call. It's also Which would be Judean Samaria. Everywhere it was, yeah, like two days ago it was, the, or yesterday, it was in Tel Aviv, in the center of Tel Aviv, near a Israeli mall, near the Kiryat base. The Kiryat is, is the main headquarters for all the military. Yes, where this, uh, where this terrorist guy uh, tried to, stab, to, grab, to grab a weapon from a, a woman soldier. Yeah. A young woman soldier. And she was lying on a weapon, so he could not grab the weapon because she knew that if she, he will ha have it, he will just start to shoot everybody. Yeah. So he didn't manage to grab the weapon, so he just stabbed her and five others and ran away. And uh, there was a commander there, and they chased him and shot him. Nice, so nice. So there were like five terror uh, stabbing events yesterday and, and few the day before and also a few today. And every day, there are few stabbing events, and, and uh, in addition, there are uh, all the time uh, riots and in, in rock throwings over uh, over the police and over cars and everywhere. And uh, don't forget the riots in Jaffa. 
Folks, if you've ever been to Israel, Jaffa is predominantly, and, and that's the dynamics is changing, but Jaffa is predominantly Muslim. They have very good businesses there. Uh, it's it's nearby Tel Aviv. It's 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 right. It's right. Of, it's a part of Tel Aviv. Right. Actually. It's right at the right at the edge of Tel Aviv. And if you've been to this country, everybody that's a big tourist place. Yeah, it's a tourist place. It's a big tourist place. Those Muslims there make a lot of money off the tourists from the restaurants, their stores. From the Israelis. From the Israelis. And so the Muslims there were protesting. Folks, don't believe the lie. I refute anyone who says that there, oh, there was a time in this country when Muslims and Jews lived in peace. There has never been a time of peace between the Muslims and the Jews because of the Muslims and the Koran's call for the death of the Jewish people. Now, uh, let's move forward here because there's some very interesting things. We've got this. And by the way, just a minute, now, just the last hour... Two rockets fell. Right, we got some rockets from uh, the, from the Gaza. Gaza surrounding. Now, if you're listening to this this program right now, this isn't live. This is pre-recorded. It's Friday night here in in Israel, and so when you're listening to this, we record it on Friday night. Now, now after you're done listening to this, you need to watch the social media because we're going to be at this protest in Tel Aviv, posting video up to date. Uh, as far as what's going on and the, the anger of the Israeli Jews uh, as they call for the government to stop the violence against them. And now, this is going to be in Tel Aviv, so we're going to get a lot of people to interview that speak English, uh, where it's been a little different in some of the other areas because a lot of people don't speak English. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, a way uh, Now, to go with that, what Americans need to understand is, and what we see is, is we see a growth of Islam in Europe, Islam owns Africa. It's 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 godless what the what the Muslims do in Africa. They own the Middle East. They've infiltrated both political parties, the the American government, academia, the media, the culture. Right now, in New York State, in California, children, American school children, grade school children, will be taking to mosques for a cultural tour of a mosque, teaching them how to pray to Allah. That would never happen in a Christian uh, church or in a synagogue. With all that being said, when the Muslims show strength outside of Israel, then it incites the Muslims inside of Israel to be more pro as proactive. So, uh, right now, uh, in Syria, let's talk about Syria. Uh, we know that Bashar al-Assad was about to lose the Syrian rebels, uh, which are funded by the American government. Now, the American government funding the Syrian rebels has created ISIS, or Daesh, here in Israel. Uh, we want to thank Johnny Jihad McCain uh, for calling anyone that opposed the funding to these Syrian rebels, uh, he called them Islamophobes. Now, it's been found out that all of this equipment we're giving these rebels, it's now, they're, they're turning it over because they're losing now. Russia and China are both in Syria. And so, not only are they hitting ISIS, uh, which started out as Syrian rebels, but they're hitting the Syrian rebels, which they said they would not. Uh, and now the Syrian rebels said, okay, we're going to probably lose this war, so let's turn these weapons over to a group that's stronger than we are, and that's Al-Qaeda. 
So they're turning these weapons over to Al-Qaeda. Now, here's the interesting thing, folks. I'm going to tell you how all this ties together to Israel. Iraq, we have spent billions into the trillions of dollars into Iraq. We've rebuilt mosques, schools, businesses, given money away like it was candy. And we've propped up a new government. Well, now the president of Iraq, who was democratically elected, is giving airspace to Russia to fly to Syria and drop off supplies. Yeah, can you, can you imagine that? The same guy that we put in office that was democratically elected, all the weapons that we had in Iraq when the security forces that we've spent billions training with our government, when Daesh, when ISIS came in, they threw off their uniform. Most of Iraq now has been conquered by, by ISIS, okay? They threw off their uniforms, left billions of dollars worth of weapons, uh, uh, bullets, okay? Uh, uh, Humvees, armored vehicles, billions of dollars. They stole, get this, Iris, they stole about 2,100 vehicles. Wow. ISIS did. Wow. From the United States military. Wow. That we left with the security forces that we spent billions training. So, now, let's, let we're, again, we're going to come back and we're going to tie this all together. Because people, there's, a, there's mixed emotions. And I say emotions because nobody's got the facts. Because nobody can crawl into the head of Vladimir Putin and know what his next move is. But I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't take much of a genius, because I'm no genius, Iris. It doesn't take a genius to understand three things. Biblical prophecy, history, and your enemy. Whether it's a rogue country or a communist country like Russia, they don't say they're communist, but really they control all the media. When you control the media, when the government controls the media, you're communist. Uh, and you only need to know those three things. Now, What's funny is, Iris, is this. Remember I've been showing this video long before? Remember Simon Zippus, the Russian guy? Yes. Okay. This guy was pro-Putin. He loved Putin. He said he's taken back what belongs to Russia, which is to Crimea. He's from there. I said, Putin hates Jews. No, he doesn't hate Jews. I said, yeah, he does. He said, prove it. I said, I can prove it. I showed him a video from uh, Islamic TV where the Russians are training female Palestinian paratroopers. One of them is from Jericho. Training them, flying them to Russia, teaching them how to jump out of planes. Now, the, the Palestinians don't have an airport. During the last year's operation, Vladimir Putin said, I want to be part of the ceasefire. Part of the agreement in the ceasefire was to open up the airport and the sea lanes. Now, the Palestinians have open sea lanes now. All the ships going into, into the, to the Gaza have to be inspected in Ashdod. Folks, you need to get a map together. You need to get a map and, and listen to everything I'm telling you. So what does Russia care? What does Russia care about a ceasefire between Hamas and, and the, the, the Jewish state? Well... And why would it be training female paratroopers? There's no airport. Well, it comes down to this, folks. Russia's in Syria. They have a dominant presence. They're destroying all the opposition to Bashar al-Assad in Syria. But they don't care if, if ISIS is anywhere else in the, in the region, let alone North Africa and even Europe. They're looking out for Syria, okay? Because this is the platform in which Russia will eventually attack Israel. 
Now, some people have found that hard to believe, but you have to connect the dots. You've got to look at a few things. Russia's, okay, first of all, Russia sells weapons to Hezbollah. To Syria. And to Syria, to Iran. They're selling nuke secrets to Iran. They're making money. Russia's having a hard time with its natural resources. Now, they've got plenty, but you know where a lot of it is? It's out in the, uh, I apologize if I can't think of it right now. It's out in the where they where they kept the gulags out in the and out in the in the east in the, where it's really cold. Uh, Siberia. Nobody. Who wants to go to Siberia and drill for oil? There ain't enough money in the world that you could give me to go out there to Siberia. That place is God forsaken. It's wintertime about nine months out of the year, and even when it's not wintertime, it's still cold. So. They're looking for natural resources elsewhere. They're getting their oil from Iran. They're buying it from Iran. Or in return, they're, getting, they're, they're giving them equipment. Okay, It's a trade-off, a barter system. So Israel has discovered, and you just read an article today, Iris. Since 2010, Israel's discovered, ladies and gentlemen, most Israelis don't know this, over 600 years worth of gas and oil in the Mediterranean and on land. In the north and the south, what did you just read today, Iris? Today they found oil in the Golan Heights. They're finding huge deposits. And this is the divine providence of God, ladies and gentlemen, because before 2010, before the Arab Spring, Israel was getting her gas, natural gas, from Egypt. During the Arab Spring, the Egyptians were cutting it off. Right? Am I right? Okay. Now, Bibi, in 2013, dedicated the first liquefied natural gas platform out in the Mediterranean. Now, the problem is, with getting all this gas and oil, is that you don't, Israel doesn't have the proper infrastructure to do it because you didn't know it was there. And you've got one company here, Noble Energy, which is the main company. The other controversy is, you want to sell it to other countries like Cyprus, but Turkey has, uh, is occupying part of Cyprus. So you want to put a gas line, it's a big controversy. And Israel has the ability to start selling this gas and oil to other countries. In fact, some of it, they're looking at going to, like, selling it to African countries, under underdeveloped African countries, which will help at a very good price, which the Israelis will still make, you'll still make a profit, and you'll be able to help a third world country at the same time, an underdeveloped country. Now, look at the 600 years plus of gas and oil, over a billion dollars worth of gold has just been discovered in the mountains of the lot by Rabbi Yehuda Glick and a company he's working with. All the permits have been given by the government to start digging for this gold. Uh, for this gold, can you imagine that? Over a billion dollars? Would you have ever imagined, Iris, in your country, over a billion dollars worth of gold? That's insane. Yeah. Now, on top of that, think of the trillions of dollars. Trillions. No exaggeration. The trillions of dollars worth of mineral wealth in the Dead Sea. Trillions of dollars. Your country's made a lot of money off of Dead Sea products. Right. Right. What, what, do, what do Israeli kids do after the army? A lot of them go to the States and sell Dead Sea products. Right, right. And uh, thank you, by the way, to the Jewish Israelis for selling Dead Sea products and me having a Christmas gift every year for Christmas for my mother and sisters. So this holiday season, folks, go and buy Dead Sea products. From these, from these Israeli kids who are working their butt off because they just want to see America and have a little extra spending money while they do it.
Right. So, with that being said, Russia is siding with Islam, okay? And here's what the deal is. Russia says, okay, listen, we don't have an interest in Israel. We, don't, we care less about the Jews, okay? Yeah, typically, historically, we've always hated Jews, but Israel's not really bothering us. But I'm, we got a money-making deal going on here. It's not about ideology. This is about money and power, okay? Which I guess in itself is an ideology. So Russia's going to say to the Muslims, okay, look, you want Israel that bad? You want Jerusalem? Because that's what they want, folks. They want Jerusalem at the end of the day. That'll burn the rest of this country to the ground, but the victory to take Jerusalem to the whole of the Muslim world? Wow, that would incite these savages even more and encourage them. And now their next stop is completely dominating the West. Right. If they could ever take Jerusalem, that would send a signal to the world that if the Jews can't do it, ain't nobody can. Right. Because you have the most powerful army in the world. Israel is 20 years in advance. Argozi was talking to me this evening. You just heard him on the radio show. There's weapons he's seen that he can't even talk about. That Israel doesn't want to have to use, but will, if put in the right position. Yeah. So, Putin's going to say, listen, I want all those natural resources. I want that gold. I want it. I want the gas and oil. I want it. I want the Dead Sea. Trillions of dollars worth of minerals there. So, I'll tell you what, we'll make a deal. We'll work together. I'll give you nukes, whatever you want. Whatever you need, I'll give it to you. I'll settle it to you. Yeah, if I need to, if I'm nice enough, feeling good enough on that day, if I kill myself a bear, if I get the right picture taken with my shirt off, I'll give it to you for free. And what's going to happen is, and this is biblically prophesied, you've got China and Russia right now in Syria. This is biblical prophecy coming alive here, Sparrow. It's already been predicted, Gog and Magog. Yes. So China and Russia, they're going to come after Israel. And they're going to just hand over Jerusalem. Now, they'll never win. I'm telling you, sure enough, as I'm a goalie sitting here in the Jewish state, the, the Muslims and, and the rogue countries like China and Russia will not win. God will wipe them out. It's already prophesied. They're on the losing end of this war. Their ego tells them something else. Their weapon systems that they look at and their pride tells them something different. But reality, God's reality, is a whole different game. So, folks, this is what this country is under. This is, what, this is the direction this is going in. I, I, I'm telling you, I've studied this stuff my whole life. And to see it, even my friends that are in the States that I went to school with, we used to sit around and talk about this stuff. To see it right before our eyes in this modern day is unbelievable. In fact, a Catholic guy that's... Next, lives next door to my mother. He could care less. Yeah, he's Catholic. He thinks about God. He says a few rosaries. But as far as anything in depth, he doesn't think about it. He's got his own life, nice business, nice house. He probably doesn't love his wife that much, but, you know, whatever. I know. But he said to my mother just the other day, Elnora, the world is getting crazy. Just like the Bible said it would. Folks, I'm telling you, I've had people tell me, ah, we've been through wars before. We'll come through it again. It'll just be short term. Uh-uh. 
This thing's so big, Islam is so big, like no other time in the history of mankind has Islam ever been this big. Even right now, if it were to stop growing right now, it's never been as big as it is now. Right. Input here, Sparrell, we've got a few minutes left. We've got about three minutes left. You got any input? Oh, well, uh, things have been crazy here. Um, we have been in this uh, intifada uh, like... Two weeks? No, I'm, th I'm, I'm thinking like uh, 10 or 15 years ago. I We've, been, oh, okay. we've, we've passed the intifada and... Uh, what was that like for you, Iris, to go, buses blowing up back in the 90s? Oh, it was crazy. It was so crazy. We uh, were, we were, we were, everybody was avoiding the, um, driving the buses. We were avoiding even driving the car next to buses. Right, wow. We were avoiding go to public places. Uh, it, now it's start, it start to feel again, although they're just, they, they don't still bomb buses or, uh, you know, restaurants. Wow. Because since then, we have bodyguards like everywhere, every public place. Absolutely. The, the entrance of every mall, every uh, restaurant, every bus, so we are more experienced since then. But uh, it hurts the security feeling, and uh, all over the Facebook I showed you, like a lot of jokes, like people uh, said, "Okay, I'm going to to take off the trash and this uh, full uh, full body armor, full body armor and stuff like that." Well, I hope that the government will uh, use a will tough arm, and now they change the shooting uh, orders. Now everyone that shoot, uh, that throw stones, that can shoot him. Nice. And uh, kill the kill these people. I, it's disgusting. Kill, and I hope, uh, I hope. And the citizenry, Iris. I'm telling you, I've heard so many times. Oh, we don't need guns here. This isn't America. This isn't the Wild West. Now they're seeing an increase in gun sales. Yeah. Now today there were riots near uh, on the border with Gaza. And and the IDF just just shot them and they're like they're like few five six kill percent kill and twenty thirty people are injured, no games no games right no games they just use the the tough hand and uh, we hope uh, that it will uh, end uh, soon because the last intifada they when they finish it there was oh, they were all like they were um, it it hurt them very very much. Yeah. Now the generations change. You don't remember right. the the results of the last intifada. Right. So they they have like more energy. The young people. Yeah. But at the end, they will like will will hurt very bad. Well, Iris, thank you for being on the show. We're gonna finish this up, folks. Please, please, you've got to pray for this country, and you've got to stand. Don't just pray. Don't just pray. God wants you to pray. Don't just pray though. Get involved. Get involved. Support Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. Do something. But don't just pray. Do something. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.